Hello, my name is Akini Valerie and welcome to the Naked Safari podcast. This is a space where we journey through life in its rawness. Hello, beautiful humans. I would like to welcome you to this week's episode of the Naked Safari podcast. My name is Wajara and I'll be taking over today's episode. I hope you enjoy I hope you relate, and I hope you learn even just a little bit from today's conversation. I am a really, really huge fan of the Naked Safari podcast, and I am honored and I am grateful. I am so thankful that I am able to do this episode with Valerie. Um, Today's topic is interpersonal evolution. I'm going to speak about what it means to me, my experience of it, and a few things that I have learned from interpersonal evolution. So the first thing I'd like to do is pose a scenario to you. So let's say you, let's call a person um, Jane and another one Mary. So Jen and Mary went to the same primary school. Um, They've just completed the exams and now they're going into high school. And they happen to go into the same high school. Um, Along the way, they form a friendship. And it's just, I, in my opinion, it's always really nice to have someone um, who you're familiar with in a new place. It just makes the whole settling into the new place a bit easier, depending on your relationship with the person. Because not all the time you will find yourself um, progressing with someone that you actually like. Um, so Jen and Mary end up in the same class. They're friends. And then along the line, things just start changing for their relationship and they stop being friends. And I would like to think there are various factors that would lead to that. Obviously, sometimes it could be uh, someone does something and, you know, bad blood and all that, which I think is part of um, interpersonal evolution because as you... um, I think the the most basic part of interpersonal evolution is growth because I do not, (laughs) I really would be puzzled if someone who is in their first year of high school ends up being the same way they were in their fourth or fifth or sixth year of high school, depending on what system they're doing. It would be really puzzling that the person does not grow and i feel like with interpersonal evolution the most basic and the core part of it is growth and it could be growth in any way and at any rate so you will find that mary um sets different boundaries than the one that she used to have in um the first year of high school so in the second year of high school um, let's say they've just come from like the long holidays they didn't spend it together so they weren't growing together and then now they're in the second year and uh 
things have changed a bit for Mary and things have also changed a bit for Jane. But sometimes I feel like it's a human fault. Um, I don't really want to use the word fault because fault has very many negative connotations. But it's like sometimes having expectations is what makes someone feel like, oh my God, you've changed so much. I'm heartbroken, you know. And this is quite interesting because I've just remembered in an episode um, that was there previously i think it was like the fifth or fourth episode i'm not too sure but valerie was talking about what heartbreak isn't so it's not that it's heartbreak it's just that your expectations haven't been met so you go on holiday you come back to school you expect that your relationship will just you know pick up from where you left off and there are relationships that are like that they're friendships Yes, and when I use the term relationships, it's very wholesome. It could be the way you relate with your mother, your father, your siblings, your parents, your um, grandparents, anyone who is close to you. Wait, I feel like I've jumped the gun. So I'd like first to... Oh, I was, I was posing the scenario. Let me just finish posing the scenario. So, yeah... Jane ends up feeling really strange and heavy and like questioning what they did wrong. Um Yeah, so basically questioning if they had something to do with the way the relationship has changed and the boundaries that are being set and I don't want to make it Jane's fault because it isn't and (laughs) if you're Jane (laughs) I'd just like to say it's not your fault that a relationship has changed because sometimes um and i feel like this is one of those things that is probably human nature or societal conditioning we tend to think that you know how like we have those labels for best friend forever i'll always be your baby you know such such things that put a stamp like someone is gonna be there for you and your relationship is always going to be the way it is kind of um, shapes the way we think about relationships. And when someone now changes or you yourself, you change, you start to feel some type of way about the whole uh, paradigm shift in the relationship. Um... So bearing in mind the whole scenario of Mary and Jane, I'd just like now to give my own definition of what interpersonal evolution means to me. And the first part of it, I will first um, break it, I'll break it down into three different um, 
words. So inter, it means between you and another or others. So the relationship between you and someone else could be your friend, could be your cousin, anyone who you relate with. Yeah. The second word is personal. So this is a relationship. It's not like you and your mamamboga or you and your makanga or you and the school administrator. I mean, unless you guys are, have now uh, grown in the relationship and have become friends, at the basic, basic level of interacting, it's not personal. It really is not personal. It's mostly professional or um, what's the word for it? You're just relating like on a really, really basic level. But this personal one is close to you. Like you care. There's a certain level of care that you two give to each other or you. Um, it could be even like a group of people because sometimes, for instance, let's say like a band maybe all of you are friends you know that that type of close relationship where you know if you stopped relating it would kind of sting a little bit um and then the last word is evolution and i love 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 this word so before we settled on the topic I was really wondering, like, what do we call that thing when a relationship changes? Like, what, what do we call that? And the minute I had the word evolution, I just knew that is it. That is exactly what it is. It is an evolution. And evolution means change. It means growth. It means shift. It means... It's a really, 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 really beautiful word. And I'd just like to read the dictionary definition of the word evolution because it plays a very important role in how I think about interpersonal evolution. So I'm reading from a Macmillan dictionary and the definition is the way in which something gradually changes and develops. So I really like the word gradual because it's a process. It's not like you wake up one day and <laughs> things have just changed. No, although sometimes it feels like that, especially when you guys were really, really close. And then now you're not. It normally feels like, guy, funny what happened, you know, but it's a gradual process. And... It has a lot to do with the growth that both of you have had. Um, you guys now, you are relating from two different points or from, I don't know. It, it's just, it's, it's changed. The relationship has changed and it has been a gradual process of, change um so yeah that's the definition to me interpersonal evolution 
is I'm really, really, really skeptical about using the word um, change because I don't, I don't think something is able to, because when I think about the word change, it, it, it makes me think like this thing was, okay, okay, I'm going to use the word change. So the relationship has changed, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> So interpersonal interpersonal evolution to me means that the way in which you're relating with the people close to you has changed, has gradually changed. Yeah. And my experience of interpersonal evolution has been really, really interesting. <laughs> it has been interesting, especially because... Many times I find that I can sense when it's happening. Like I know when a relationship is changing. And I feel like many people do, but we tend to ignore and we really, really like holding on to what is familiar because I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's because we think it's safer to hold on to the relationship and to what it used to be and we're scared of it evolving into something else and I know the example I've given has been like on the more negative side of the spectrum because I want to believe interpersonal evolution is not only negative sometimes you don't know like I feel like even the process of knowing someone is interpersonal evolution because you're growing, you're getting to know the person, you guys are setting boundaries for your relationship, you're defining what you want it to be, if you guys want to be friends, if you want to be more than friends, if you, I don't know, like that whole process of getting to know someone and defining how your relationship looks like is interpersonal evolution. So my experience of it, let me first speak about the positive experience. It has been beautiful. Like seeing <laughs> some of my relationships with like people who are really, really close to me now evolving from people who I kind of sort of knew about because I also want to believe that you never truly know a person um, into now us being really close it has been beautiful it's oh my god <laughs> I am I'm, I'm tempted to speak about an experience I had and I will um, so I think that, yeah, the year is 2019. I was single then just swiping through Tinder and I happened to match with someone. And you know, if you're on Tinder, most times you're really, really not looking for like casual friendships. You just want to hook up and go <laughs> and go about your lives. Um, or you want to find a romantic partner. Most of the times, 
it's not just like plain friendships although i am and i know like very many people out there use tinder just for like casual uh friendships but for my experience what was happening then is that i was actually looking for hookups and um romantic relationships yeah so i happened to match with someone and like the hookups did happen not i mean not com- why am i outing myself i feel like i'm outing myself but like i don't believe in giving stories if you're not going to be vulnerable like what's the point anyway so we met a couple of times um and the relationship then was highly physical but over the years like into 2019 into 2020 we've become like the closest of friends and i am so so grateful for that relationship and for the friendship that we have it's not physical anymore obviously <laughs> um but the way in which we have grown together the way in which the relationship has evolved from what it was from what it used to be to what it is now it has just been beautiful i love it i love it i absolutely love it um my experience with negative um interpersonal evolution on the other hand has been very painful and gruesome and it's just been hard because i'm the type of person that when the relationship is changing i will notice this and like i've said it before yes i will notice that it's changing and i will try to reach out i will try to make things right but you know sometimes even when you're trying the person has already set their boundaries and they've moved on you know and i really wanted to talk about i almost forgot i wanted to talk about cut off culture and how i feel it is toxic especially in the way it's portrayed like <laughs> today is 31st december tomorrow is 1st january 2021 i'm cutting off people i mean i respect it i respect it but i don't think it is 100% healthy and you're allowed to disagree with me but i feel like by the time you're getting to or you want to cut off someone you've already established that the relationship that you guys have is toxic it could be toxic for you it could be toxic for the other person because there are people like myself i'm able to notice when i'm being toxic to someone else and i would try to change i guess but sometimes you just know like this is not working this is not working and i need to cut you off and that's that's totally fine what i don't agree with is just cutting off people ghosting people just because you can and i get that you don't owe 
anyone an explanation. But I feel like if you're having a personal relationship with someone else, you owe them a certain amount of care, right? And that level of care is what would lead you to at least like trying and speaking your mind if the relationship is not working like if let's say umse amekubow unamwambia tu umenibow say mimi i don't see this going anywhere so peace i'm out imambo ya ghosting me aki guy if i start speaking about ghosting i might take an entire hour and i know like that's not what we're here for but I respect it. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts because I've been ghosted before and I'm speaking from a point of experience. It hurts a lot. But it is not necessary. To some extent, it's very, very, very toxic even. It's a toxic trait. I want to believe it is a toxic trait. Like by the time you're ghosting someone, I would like to believe you've tried and you've spoken your mind. I wanted to speak about so much, but because I know you don't have like your whole day here, I'm just gonna stop it at that. Thank you so much for listening. Um I just have a few pointers for that i've learned my le- the, yeah the lessons i have learned from interpersonal evolution first of all do your inner work do your inner work work on yourself get to um acknowledge your faults get to acknowledge your strengths your weaknesses what you would expect of someone else work on your inner self working on your inner self will really really pay off in the types of relationships that you'll have in the quality of the relationships that you'll have working on your inner self will give you confidence when you're even like now it's you on the other side um of the spectrum who you now deciding like oh i want this friendship to be more than a friendship it will give you that confidence because you know like me have worked on me you know and be confident in that because i don't know <laughs> i feel like in this society in this day and age we have been taught how to conform and i don't think conforming is the best way like if it's not working for you just don't do it you know the second thing <laughs> work on your inner child acknowledge your inner child and for those who don't know your inner child is the child in you <laughs> i don't think that's a really really nice definition but work on your inner child um because sometimes we react to situations and typically like if someone looked at that situation they'll be like hey that was childish but that was just your inner child get to like reparent yourself because i know so many of us have not like we've not gotten the best um parents we've not gotten the best parenting 
So work on that. Third is do your shadow work. Your shadow work is basically working on the things you think are scary about you. The things you don't like to think about yourself. Especially most times it's the negative things. The things you're embarrassed about, about yourself. Um, the thoughts, the feelings, the memories, the beliefs, the prejudices, the wounds that you think, that you normally typically hide from people. Like, acknowledge it. Work on acknowledging it. And once you work on those three things, it will be easier to relate with people. It will be easier to know when you're expecting too much from someone or you're expecting too little from someone. It will be easier for you to understand that you're not like someone rejecting the form of relations that you want to have with them is not like invalidating your experience. And it's not, um, it doesn't mean you're a bad person or you're not worthy because I feel like everyone is worthy of care and love and we deserve it. We really do deserve it. So I'd like to end there. Thank you for listening to me. I hope I get to speak on this podcast again. Um, it has been really, really nice. Um, yeah, so thank you, thank you. Thank you so, so much. It has been an honor, a pleasure. Yeah, have a beautiful rest of your day. And remember to do what makes you feel aligned with yourself. Thank you. So that's it for today. Thank you so, so, so much for tuning in. It has been an absolute pleasure. In case you would like to share your stories, your views, your thoughts, your experiences, you can always reach Valerie at the Naked Safari Podcast on Instagram. Let me just repeat that. So it's the Naked Safari Podcast on Instagram. Have an amazing rest of your day. Bye.